0: But I don't think that he's coming, so we'll see. But hey, it's festival time! Festival time! Time for the festival coming up. So we're gonna we as in me as in the Queen. We're gonna we're gonna watch videos together. We're gonna watch some of the uh, Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival videos because that's super important. Because I gotta find out who's gonna be in this fucking festival, man. It's exciting too. The festival's coming March 1st through 7th. And uh, I've got all my sponsors on board Benders, Barn Grill, Counter Offer, Subliminal SF, Ociento, El Rio. So it's going to be great. And uh, But I just need, I need to choose all my people. And a lot of really great comics, uh, local comics, have applied this week. You guys all have the opportunity to apply until the 30th of november and i'm gonna be out of town during that time but yay so i won't i won't be back on some call me tim until the 11th of december and i will be having oh that ended and i'll be having on uh this woman i met on the street she was great we were at um we were at, what's it called, a uh, milk bar, and I met a priest, and her name is Valerie, and she does this night ministry up and down Hate Street. And she works from 10 at night until four in the morning, talking to kids on Hate Street and people, whatever, and just ministering to them and um, helping them find services and just being a badass. So she's gonna be in here on December 11th, but I'll be gone for two weeks in Portland at the Ha Ha Harvest Festival trying to get those people to apply for my festival too uh anyway because i love my festival it's gonna be so fun we're gonna have like 75 shows this year there's gonna be so many podcasts it's gonna be incredible and amazing so i hope that you all choose to join us for that and eventually there'll be tickets and and you can come hang out and everything's gonna be wonderful all right so i just lost the thing I was looking for. And there's another. Let's see. There it is. Okay, because we are going to watch uh, videos together. Here we go. Let us find we'll just start at the top. Starting at the top. This is Suzanne Lawrence out of Pittsburgh. All right, Susie Lawrence. We're going to copy-paste this into this little thingamabob and get it going. Paste. Uh, Let's see. I'm sorry, everybody. Thanks for holding fast with me. There we go. I put it into YouTube, into the YouTube search bar, and it didn't like it. But now, it likes it just fine. Okay, here we go. Oop. Hello! What you guys doing tonight? And the, there it is. I'm so happy that I have a microphone.
1: How are you guys doing? Great. Oh, the stool? fancy. All right. Oh, my God. Thank you guys so much for coming out tonight. I know you've heard that a whole bunch, but you know what? Uh, I'm happy about it, too. Okay, I just wanted to say that. Thank you for that snort. (laughs) That's what that deserved, for sure. Uh, So yeah, my name's Suzanne Lawrence. I'm a a local stand-up. And I just want to say right off the bat, I'm not pregnant. (laughs) Don't act like you weren't thinking it. Don't, don't. You're all like, oh, what? Yeah, okay. Look, this is just the way that my body decided to store all its fat. Just like in one convenient location. (laughs) But you know what? You know what? Don't feel sorry for me, because guess what? I haven't had to stand on a bus in four years. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I'm usually like trying to like suck it in, just so like I don't get awkward questions. Uh, Unless I get on that bus, and there are no seats. Then I don't care. I'm just like... (laughs) No, it's fine. It's fine. Because you know what? Everywhere I go, people smile. They smile at me. They congratulate me for literally nothing. (laughs) They congratulations on all those pizzas you ate. Thank you! Thank you so much, it was great. I really, I really enjoyed it. Uh, But sometimes they're like, girl or boy? And I'm like, I don't know, I can't see it anymore. (laughs) That's sad. Uh, Now people like to tell me I'm tall too, like maybe I don't know. Like, like, they'll just walk up to me and be like, you're tall, and I'm like, you need to do your roots. <laughs> Is that what we're doing? We're just saying things to each other like that? No, I am, I'm a mom, so I've been pregnant, uh, and I know not a lot of people say this, but I love being pregnant. I loved it, because here's the thing, being pregnant is a free pass to be your worst self, right? And it's like the little things that are so good. People just let you do whatever you want. Like I was at this office party once and I'm like, I don't know how much cake I ate. (laughs) This is like at least four pieces of cake, okay? Like I had most of the cake and you know what? No one said a word. <laughs> and you know if I hadn't have been pregnant, someone would've been like, hey, slow down. You don't work here. <laughs> I, remember, I remember I was walking to work one day when I was pregnant and I, uh, I dropped something and I tried to bend down and pick it up, but I was just like too big and couldn't get down there. Three separate strangers stopped and went, aw. <laughs> I'm like if you think I'm so cute, why don't you pick up my cigarette? <laughs> I don't know if that was appropriate for this show. We'll find out. No, <laughs> uh, it wasn't. It wasn't all great. Like I, so when I was pregnant, I was not on an emotional roller coaster. I was on an emotional tower of terror. Like you could just hear my screams all over the park. Like, like I cried inconsolably for a whole afternoon, because I realized my dog had never seen the ocean. (laughs) Yeah, like they asked us to leave the restaurant,
2: like it
1: it was bad. My husband, bless his heart, he, I know he was trying to help, but he said, honey, I don't think most dogs have seen the ocean. And that was the wrong thing to say. Because what had been, like, like a personal tragedy, just became a public health crisis of landlocked dogs that I was gonna save. And guess what? Uh, my dog still hasn't seen the ocean. Uh, because I'm too busy worrying about my child. Like, like anyone have kids here? Okay. How, how, how old are your kids? Uh, yeah. <laughs> 29, 27, 21, Tw- 18. Wow, 29 is such a cute age. <laughs> <laughs> Shall we start a little retirement account? <laughs> so yeah. I, uh, no, I have a four-year-old. Um, and uh, if you've never had a four-year-old, it's like you hired someone to just follow you around and shout incorrect facts about turtles. Just like all day. And then occasionally just like yank your pants off and target. All right. I like you, Suzanne.
0: I like Suzanne. She's great. She's funny. Uh it's a bummer though, because one of her jokes is very, very, very similar to another one of my buddy's jokes about the pregnant thing on the bus, which leads me to believe that both of them are hack, <laughs> but just for that, for just with that first joke. So, uh, let's see, I have to make this bigger. I hate this computer. Okay. I just want to go to the next, the next thing. Never mind. Ugh. Fuck my face. Here we go. Pete Ballantine out of Utah. All right, let's check you out, buddy. Uh, Copy link, sticking it in there. I do not like the operating system on this particular computer. It is not user-friendly. Okay, here we go. Pete Jr.
3: So it's an interesting time in the country transgender people got banned from the military which is amazing because i remember when gay people went through this shit. like i actually remember people saying would you want to be stuck in a foxhole with one of them like i heard that on one-to-one occasion would you want to be stuck in a foxhole with one of them gays who knows what kind of shit they're gonna pull in there you won't be able to keep them you. pretty sure you would because it's a person and not a zombie
4: <laughs>
3: But let's just assume for the sake of argument that's the case and you're in there, and bullets are zipping by your head, and grenades are going off, and you're freaking out. And this guy's willing to stop what he's doing to give you a little bit of head? So you don't die afraid? Not only is that guy okay my book, that's a goddamn
0: I already love it. I'm pretty sure they
3: get you a Purple Heart. I don't know how the medals work, but I think they get you the heart. But no, now transgender people are going through this shit. And one of the, the reasons for the ban that they're giving is that they don't want to pay for the gender transition surgery. So if you're a woman and you want to become a man, they don't want to pay for the parts and labor. Here's the thing. I almost joined the military. I got really close at the last second. I was out. Guess which branch? The Coast Guard. <laughs> I was too much of a pussy to join the Coast Guard. I was like, with my jet ski runs out of gas, I'll never make it back to Luau. <laughs> because that's what it came down to. I wasn't brave enough. And I think that's the case for a lot of us. So here's where I'm at. For every one of us that didn't have the guts to join. The transgender person who did was willing to step up, put their life on the line and serve her country, got an M16 and a free fucking kick. <laughs> <laughs> and not just any, the best money can buy. It's like the Marine Corps printed right on the side. So you know that thing's bought and paid for by the US military. When people see you within the locker room, they're like, holy shit, that's impressive. Military grade. Gotta <laughs> yeah, wait for Hell Week to get one of these babies. Uh, JD, he just had his uh, his anniversary. I had mine eight years, just, just recently like, a couple weeks ago. Yeah. And, uh, it was stressful. I didn't know to get together, man. You know what I mean? Like I know some girls like flowers. She likes the single stem rose, that's her thing, which I don't get at all. To me it's like, you know, it's happiness Bush. Why don't you leave it there? Why do you like this? And so I asked her. She was like, well, it's a symbol. It represents our relationship and how it's blossoming. He was like, a symbol of our little situation. Let me tell you where my mind goes when I hear you say that. That I took you from your family, thus, the divine, and fed us supported. <laughs> Placed you in a new environment where I could barely support you. <laughs> and slowly over time I'm gonna watch you die.
0: Okay, I love him. Love him. Peter. <laughs> Peter You're in the yes pile. This is Lalita D. Lalita D.
5: Let's hear it for your next comic. Lalita D.
0: Oh, I like her look.
6: Hey, guys. Oh, the stories about kids and the funny things they do and say made me all nostalgic about my pregnancy. It was a long time ago. Uh, I had what was uh, called the geriatic uh, that's a geriatric pregnancy. That's the medical speak for, we thought that was scientifically impossible, but whoa. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, uh, the medical establishment lost themselves with a euphemism. They started referring to my favorite body part as my birth canal. <laughs> I conceived my son the way God intended. I was lying on my back with a man in the room next door with a porn magazine and a cup. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, when the doctor in the white coat came to put the little fish inside me, I was listening to a motivational insemination tape. <laughs> and I had to visualize the fish, the like, strong swimmer, so get to the egg. And the funny thing is, my son now actually is a really good swimmer. <laughs> I suggest you get a tape that encourages sperm to make a lot of money for mom's retirement. <laughs> that, that's better. That's better. <laughs> the thing I hated about being pregnant was people going, Oh, you're pregnant. That's so cool. Do you know what you're having? <laughs> uh, yeah. I'm 39 years old. I know what I'm having. It's a motherfucking baby. <laughs> I did not have a gender reveal party. Yeah, and I was hardly gonna celebrate the possibility of having a penis inside me. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm not from around here, as you can already tell from the way that I'm not dressed in a Green Bay Packer outfit.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
6: <laughs> ah, that gets you every time. <laughs> People ask me where I'm from, I say I'm from Holland. Sometimes they're like, oh, Holland, where's that near? Um, <laughs> That's not a question that you get very often, I imagine. You know, you could go to Europe and you, you know they'd be like, where are you from? And you'd be like, I'm um, from the United States. And they'll be like, huh, where's that near? <laughs> Half the people in this country, no idea. I don't know, it's near Russia, I don't know, I heard. <laughs> or you might say, well, I I, don't know, I guess it's near Mexico. And they'll be like, oh, Mexico, OK. Your English is pretty good, I mean, it's not great, but you know, good effort. Good <laughs> effort. Anyway, I get that, Verse Holland near? And that question has taught me a very important lesson. You know, there are things in life that you know they have a use to some people, you're just not quite sure what that use could be, like um, those little automatic egg slicers you get, Why? or men. Um, the, <laughs> <laughs> the first Somebody asked me where Holland was near. I finally understood the point of Belgium. <laughs> <laughs> I know some of you are on your phones right now, like, Fuck, Belgium, Belgium. Near <laughs> Holland, so you need to know Holland. We share a language, actually. It's Dutch, and people get all judgy of me when they realize my son doesn't speak Dutch. They're like, oh, you didn't want to continue the language lineage? To that I say, have you heard that? Like, have you actually listened to it? (laughs) Do you know that sound you make when you throw up and gag at the same time? Like this. (laughs) 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 So that's good morning. (laughs) And besides, the Dutch have a horrible history. Terrible, cruel people. You know the Dutch were involved in the transatlantic slave trade long before the Americans were. Yeah, they. they... Okay, there's a Dutch person
1: in here.
0: She's hilarious. I love her too. We don't there's too many people that so much around here, but
1: Okay. Yeah,
6: cruel people travel the world looking for spices that they now don't want to eat. Oh, yay. This is a bit spicy. Field of civilizations for that. colonies and the languages they speak there. So we have Indonesia, Bahasa, you've got your South Africa, English, Dutch Caribbean, Spanish. Even the colonizers had too much compassion to force the Dutch language on people they owned. Now, I'm not going to do that to someone I love. I really am not. <laughs> Something else you should know about the Dutch, very literal people. Not good with the metaphor. Like in Holland, you'll go inside you be like, Out there, and somebody will check the weather app and say, Well, no, actually, it's not freezing, it's 34 degrees, which we would not say because we use the metric system in (laughs) the world. Like everywhere, that's not here. (laughs) Fahrenheit, such a weird thing, Fahrenheit, I have this image of Mrs. Fahrenheit sitting down one day to dinner that she had made, and uh, saying to Mr. Fahrenheit, she'd go, oh. So uh, I was making a gin and tonic for you earlier, and I was thinking, huh, you know when water freezes and becomes ice, I was thinking we could call that zero degrees, Uh, and then I was making you a cup of tea, and I was thinking, hmm, when water boils and becomes steam, we could call that 100 degrees. What do you say? Uh, and Mr. Fahrenheit uh, Bob, uh, he goes, Oh, honey, you're so cute. That'll never catch on. <laughs> Girls. <laughs> I have to tell you, though, I'm, I'm disillusioned with evolution. I, I, I am. I mean, it's a good idea in principle, like the survival of the fittest and the demise of the weakest, but I'm not seeing it happening, actually. Um, <laughs> Uh, my fan club's here, they know what's coming. Uh, <laughs> when uh, men were superseded by, in the natural evolutionary progression by the strap-on, um, <laughs> I thought- Um, I know that's good news for some of you. And two, the strap on does not mansplain. You can spend hours in the company of a strap on trying to figure out how to, I don't know, use a wrench. And the strap on will not interfere, you won't have will figure that shit out in your own time. The strap on splain, it's not a thing. It's the man- Strong on will definitely never come in your mouth.
0: She's great. Lalita D. Lalita D. I like her. I like her a lot. Uh, this coming up next is someone named Mel Roberts. Mel Roberts. La, 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 la. Here we go. Paste. Thanks for going through this with me, everybody. I know we're not talking about God, but whatever. <laughs> this
7: Oh <thing>. yes! <laughs> Thanks, Mel. This guy
2: he's a do? Let's go, Mel. He's a little Jedi. OK, here you go. The fuck, I didn't understand any of that. His fucking accent's weird, isn't it? <laughs> He's like, I'm very, 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 very fat. What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> Hold on a minute. Who put those stairs there? That's a long way for a fat bastard like me. I am from Scotland. I have my Scottish radar on. There he is. There he is! I fucking knew it! You're right! You're right, son! Aye, right, I'm doing all Aye, what? Anyway, um... So I have no idea where I am, Escon uh, fucking something or other. So, um... Do you guys live here? Yeah! Oh dear, you're gonna hate me then, because um, Escon... I was driving up from San Diego, and on the freeway there was a sign that said, Accident Ahead Delays! And when I got here, I was like, I'm there. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I, I searched in uh, Google, you know, fun and exciting things to do, and that's gone fucking nido. And there was a blank page that said, Go to San Diego, you loser. <laughs> uh, it said something about uh, a fucking uh, safari. Is that right? Is it? You got a safari thing going on
4: here?
2: Well, I'm not interested, because in Glasgow, every Saturday night's a fucking safari. No wild animals are going to scare me like that does. That's ridiculous. This is a strange country. I mean, I know you guys, you like tough and rough and everything, but us Scots, we got a laugh, right, Jimmy? Right? so, So here, I was watching the TV this morning. I was watching the news this morning at breakfast. I almost spilled my scotch. It was so funny. They were, it was so funny. They were talking about this big fight in LA. And they said, oh, it was a big fight in LA. So they didn't sound like that, you know. But they said there's a big fight in LA. And the police, they had to use pepper spray. I couldn't believe it. Pepper spray where I come from is a fucking condiment. Uh, yeah. You get pepper spray, and I'm like, that's nice. Did you make that yourself? <laughs> a little bit of garlic will k- pick that one right up. you imagine the police doing that in Scotland? It's like trying to break up a fight with a ketchup packet. <laughs> they were like, Sarge, they're not stopping. Oh shit, wait a minute. Let's try some Arby's sauce. <laughs> the fucking Scot's like, ah, no, that's not that good. Have you got any of that ranch? <laughs> Ridiculous. Anyway, um, here's the re- I'm I'm not Scottish. Sorry, son. <laughs> I'm actually not. You may not be able to tell the difference, but I'm from London, England. Thank you very much. Are you from London, England? No, I live in Italy. You lived in Italy? Same place.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
2: anybody, anybody else lived somewhere weird? And, anyway. <laughs> Good for you. I love it. Hold on a second. I need some medicine here. Cheers, everybody. Let's take a drink together. It's a bonding mechanism that has never fucking worked, but let's try it. I'm trying to keep my blood thinner. In fact, those of you in the front row, sometimes my heart slows down and stops on these events. My blood's so fucking thick. So um, if I do, if something looks, I'll just jump on my chest, jump up and down. Are you a CPR nurse? You've seen this look before, right? When I got up here, I thought, what's wrong with her? She was like, oh, God. Oh, God, he's got minutes left. Don't tell me. Just let me go, all right? This would be the best place. I could be at home. This is much better. Um, So anyway, um, so here I am from London, and um, I discovered something about myself today. Um, I was not using my hands. I discovered that I am a pansexual. Anything in a skillet turns me on. <laughs> Thank
4: you,
2: Escondido. Escondido's a funny place. You guys are like, we don't do pansexual. Yes, buddy. Get out of town. Um, which is fine. Um,
0: I like him. He's an old guy. He's funny. Funny enough. He's um, on the stage. Huey Lee. Huey
4: Lee. Huey Lee. Lee. Oh that
8: that music is good. You know, you know this other club I go to, every time I get up they play Kung Fu Panda. <laughs> <laughs> fucking racist. Yeah. You know, you know. Kung Fu is useless in America, right? everybody has a fucking assault rifle. <laughs>
4: yeah.
8: Hey, guys, help me out. I don't know what's going on. I don't know what's going on on the internet right now, right? So why should we care if a person is racist if we already know he's a rapist, Like right? Wouldn't that be a redundant information, right? Like, like, oh, is this guy a mean rapist or a normal rapist? Who the fuck cares? I mean, anyway, uh, yeah, that's something I, I just came up. Anyway, I, I think, I think that's, uh, uh, I, I'm really grateful you guys um, show up here. It's a Wednesday night. I'm glad you guys like comedy because jokes are really important for our life, really. Like, for, for example, my wife tells jokes in order to avoid sex. Yeah. And that's really smart, right? So, you know, you guys have that experience. Like, sometimes you, you laugh too hard, you lose your boner. <laughs> Any gentlemen? Any gentleman have that experience? No one? Okay, fine. You guys have strong boners, I know. Okay, okay. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't, I, I don't mind my wife doing that actually, because what I heard is that laughing actually has more health benefits than sex. You guys know that? Yeah. So you you made a you made a really good choice coming to this place. Okay. Yeah. This shit is so much better than sex, Uh, you guys feel it? You guys feel it, right? Immersed in pleasure, right? Yeah, yeah. If you haven't come, don't worry, there will be better comics, okay? Don't worry, okay. So, uh, so, actually, I I sort of think sex is overrated, really. Like, why are people obsessed with sex, really? You're you're probably going to say uh, orgasm. I mean, that shit is Stupid, really. Let me tell you, sex is the least efficient way to get orgasm,
4: right?
8: It's almost like, oh, I want to get high today, but first I have to go to the movie with the drug dealer. <laughs> That's, that, shit is, that shit is really... Peace really
4: us. <laughs> so
8: that, uh, as a conventional Chinese comedian, I feel obligated. <laughs> I feel obligated to talk a little about dick sizes. <laughs> you guys are waiting for it, right? I know. Yeah, sometimes I ask the audience, what should I talk about tonight?
0: And they say dick sizes. Uh, this is our next person. Uh, I made a mistake, I think. Paste. Oh, I see what the problem is. Uh everybody thanks so much for listening to Some Call Me Tim and hearing these videos with me choosing for the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival 2020 apply now. Oh, this is making me crazy that it's not letting me copy paste. It's this it's the interface with this with this dumb this particular outlook and the, the the menu and all this stuff, it sucks. Okay, here we go. Copy. And paste. Okay, this is Nick Dundas.
9: Anyone watching the Democratic debates?
4: Yeah, yeah wow. a little bit.
9: I don't really watch it that much, but I was with some friends, drunk, enjoying myself. And uh, by the end of the debate, one of my friends turned to me and said, Bernie Sanders is my hero. That guy, the old one from Brooklyn who always looks like he's late for a meeting, that's your hero. Uh, but then I realized I was being a hypocrite because my heroes aren't your typical heroes, right? Like Martin Luther King, not my hero. Huh? John, not my hero. Waka of Flame, also not my hero. My heroes come from the day to day like that kid in high school who threw an entire rotisserie chicken at some other girl in the cafeteria. <laughs> yeah, this actually happened. Uh, it was ninth grade, and he was getting made fun of. I'm going to say rightfully so, because he was that guy with a beard in fourth grade, which is pretty fucked up, so. You're <laughs> a weirdo. That, that was deserved. Um, but he got really offended, and he ran out as he should have. And then he came back with an entire rotisserie chicken and threw it at this girl's face. Dead bird face. Instant <laughs> Europe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's that, and then there's, I have rotisserie chickens in the trunk of my car. Who here has parents from another country? Clap if you have parents from another country. Yeah. Where are they from? South America. South America. That's a continent. <laughs> I just doesn't want to reveal, I have jokes about French parents, so I'm going to tell those if that's cool. Uh, my parents are from France, and they're cool. It was a weird childhood, right? Like, my whole house smelled like cheese, mostly Gruyere. That's typical, expected. Um, but the weird part was that they would walk around the house just naked, like, all the time. drunk from work, drop trout. And I was used to it, but, you know, when you're seven, you know it's fucked up when your dad's trying to tuck you in with his dick out. <laughs> that's how <tough>, dude? <laughs> Uh, guys, I, my dad's not French, but his dick was out, so I
4: just.
9: It was out for other reasons. Um,
4: don't think
9: about it. Uh, my dad's a fat person, guys. I just wanted to bring him up. He doesn't like it when I tell crowds of strangers, but he's fucking fat. Um, <laughs>
4: <laughs> but he told
9: me, well, when I was visiting a couple weeks ago, he's trying to lose weight, which is exciting. He's 60, he hasn't looked at a treadmill, so I was like, this is good, we should be doing this at this point. And he's telling me over breakfast, though, and he's chopping pads of butter in his oatmeal? <laughs> Dude, what's next? Egg yellows, like, what are we doing right now? He got super offended when I called him out for it. Um, he said, ask anyone my generation, right? It's a generational thing, you wouldn't get it. Yeah, Dad, I thought about it. I'm pretty sure if you're a dude and you go up to another dude and ask them if they butter their oatmeal, you're going to get punched in the mouth.
4: <laughs>
9: how that works? Um,
4: <laughs>
9: my, uh, my dad cheated on my mom. My parents got divorced. I grew up with two Christmases. High five to that. That's awesome. Let's go. Yes, I'm not bitter. I cry a lot. <laughs> Fuck you. No. <laughs> I'm so sorry. It just, you look like my dad. It's more like you look disappointed. We're at a bar. It just fits. American lady, that's not what I'm trying to say. Uh, I'm going to look this way now. Uh, How do we feel about Christmas? Are we excited? I'm going to skip the Thanksgiving jokes. Fuck that, right? Who's excited for Christmas, for those of you (laughs) who are celebrating? Growing up two Christmases was fun, right? Like Even though divorced parents, like, Early on in that stage, they would try to one-up each other, my parents, because they felt bad about the divorce with presents that they couldn't afford, necessarily. So that first Christmas when I'm seven, I get back from my dad's house to my mom's house. My dad, like, gives in all confident, like, I got a naked Game Boy advanced. You know. My mom was like, yeah, well I got him an Xbox 360 and that like made my dad panic because he thought he had it. And he was just like, I got him a hooker. And then the hooker pops out of the car and's like, I got him chlamydia. like, get back in the car, you know. It's Fantasia, everybody. It's been a while. Nick, what do you do for a living? Thank you for the general crowd. I, uh, I work at a children's hospital. Because I can't talk like this, ever. And it means I
0: can I like him. It's terrible. I like everybody. This is, she's a cat lady. She's already kind of got me because of her cat jokes. Oh, no, I know this girl. I like this girl.
10: Hi, how y'all doing tonight? Good. So, I, uh, before coming here, I grabbed a coffee at Starbucks and the barista said, Hey, can I have your name? I was like, No, bitch, it's mine. <laughs> what the fuck? I recently got a job without an interview because I thought I was the other Melina that they had interviewed. Tell us all this time. Let me tell you. I come in on my first day, and the manager's like, "Oh, you weren't the one we wanted to hire." Ah, <laughs> eh, fuck it. You're close enough.
3: <laughs> About two weeks ago, we had one of the despo, and it was a really great experience. Yes. Uh, is, cool. is this? It by most of the community signs.
8: A few of them have names that I know.
0: OK, yeah, now they I brought him like, up. That was a whole intro with the intro guy. Like, yeah,
8: people never, okay. whenever people see my name, and they look at me, and they're like, yeah, that fits.
10: <laughs> <laughs> and i like, yeah,
8: yeah. I look like, well, especially the way I'm dressed, I look like a bully's lackey from like a Disney Channel. <laughs> 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 I'm not like the main guy, but I'm like this hype man. He says, like, yeah, give him his lunch money. Yeah, his lunch <laughs> money. <laughs> Thing. But um
11: yeah, what's up, Yeah. I yeah. know, yeah. Uh, uh, I grew up around here actually. Well not like originally, clearly, but uh <laughs>
4: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah,
8: yeah. This this sounds pretty white, but my yeah, my family moved here from the Philippines to here, you know, to beautiful Washington State. Uh, it was uh, it's kind of a, a kind of a culture shock. Well I guess not just culture shock but like temperature shock like the Philippines, like the cold day, is seventy degrees Fahrenheit. So like when we moved here in the winter time, was. Uh, I was like, oh, I, I need to get shoes for like the first time in my life. So, <laughs> yeah,
1: that's
8: yeah,
12: why that worked out. Um, see what, what else about me? Um, hey guys. Hi. I'm
5: so excited to be here for the. October show because aliens are real Woo! thank you um I about a year ago I applied to be a paranormal investigator with a local ghost hunting team uh, you know that thing where you're filling out a job application and you're like um, you just want to tell them what you think they want to hear so you're like uh, no, no I don't mind a drug test uh, no I'm not a felon Yes, I am a male. You know what they want to hear.
4: Uh,
5: I, I, I did that and I told them I was an open-minded skeptic. Which is a lie, but I thought it sounded more sophisticated than uh, I don't think that reptilians have nearly the amount of power that people think they do. So um, I didn't get that. Um, so, a lot of people get kind of weirded out by paranormal stuff. Uh, it's like um, it's like a menstruation. Uh, everyone knows it happens, pretends like it doesn't, and uh, half the population has no idea the, uh, the biology of it. I just... I was listening to this guy, uh, he was talking about orbs or some shit, and I realized my religion I prefer music to reference it uh, I know the truth and if you disagree you are wrong and stupid and uh, Fox Mulder is my one true god I'm just kidding he's not real <laughs> but ancient aliens is my bible I'm just kidding that shit was racist as hell Uh you know, you don't have to believe in this stuff. Uh, I don't believe in late-stage capitalism, but it exists. I, I'm sorry, I don't want to get too political, uh, but uh, have you guys noticed how Trump's eyes look like bleached assholes? <laughs> the windows to the soul? <laughs> So what's your guys' least favorite human construct? I'll go first. Um, No particular order. um, Capitalism. Um, I just just wish that we could help mentally ill people with money hoarding tendencies without eliminating a living wage. And then there's gender. could live the rest of my life happily if I never have to see another gender reveal. I don't care about your fetus's genitals or your aspirations for them. And, uh, musicals. I fucking hate musicals. I, uh... It's not so much, you know, the, uh the synchronized dancing or the spot-on lyrics I don't, anyone who's taken an improv 101 class can do that. And since we're really close to Chicago, that's approximately 79% of you. But I just don't care about your emotions. I don't want to know anything deep about your mind. Uh, The second you start giving So yeah, uh, and Speaking of stuff white people love, um, I recently had come in contact with a striking revelation about my own whiteness. I uh, had been uh, assuming that I was getting food poisoning from all these different restaurants uh, when I uh, realized I actually have a very uh, high intolerance for quinoa. I'm basically allergic to a bland brain. So uh, listen up, artisanal chefs. Uh, if you want to give me exotic foods from foreign lands, just let me colonize an already together society, and I'll do it myself. That's my Columbus Day joke, everybody. I I don't know what I feel about her.
0: Oh, I like this guy. This next guy's Kevin Quigley. I like this guy. I know I like this guy. I've seen, I think I've seen this guy before, play. Uh,
13: you find out who's
3: next. <laughs> Kevin! This <show. laughs> young I'm very good at this. This <laughs> young man has, oh, and uh, uh, we have, we just started this week a podcast for the, the comedy studio where the people play here and stuff, uh, we we talk and stuff, and Rob will be on it, uh, uh, next week. Um, this young man has uh, his own terrific podcast called uh, uh,
14: Between Too Quickly,
4: uh, no, uh, One Quickly. Excuse me. Our next performer, ladies and gentlemen,
13: has a terrific podcast called Talking
3: Too Quickly. How you like me now?
15: Let's welcome Kevin M. Quigley. All right. The reassuring thing is now I know Rick is not the person who told me to kill myself in the comments on my podcast. (laughs) How's it going tonight, Somerville? Are you all still here? I left my glasses at home. Can't see any. I actually just moved here. I'm very excited. Love this area. Love my apartment. Only one bad thing about my apartment, and that is that the washer and the dryer are coin-operated. And my landlord's a real cheapskate, so it takes about 16 quarters just for me to do a wash and a dry. And I have no idea where I'm supposed to get quarters. Someone said, Kevin, why don't you just go to the bank? And I said, yeah, maybe I'll go to a town hall meeting after. What year is this? These kids with their rap music. I'm gonna tell the teller about it when I'm writing traveler's checks. So one day, I know I need to do laundry. I desperately need to. And I know I only have 15 quarters at home.
4: So I st- and I
15: stop at this bar, and by sheer coincidence, when I go in the bathroom to pee, sitting right on the urinal cake, I think you guys know where this one's headed. You may be thinking, Kevin, did you really take that? That's gross. But let me tell you tonight, Somerville, Massachusetts, so was the blood that I washed out of my sheets. I can't start over, I only have five minutes. Everyone having a good time tonight? Are you guys drinking tonight? Love drinking, drinking's great. I don't believe I have a drinking problem. I was raised in a Catholic family and I think we all know Catholics are the best at believing lies. This is Jesus. He died for your sin. This wine from Trader Joe's, it's his blood, whatever. Uh, don't worry about that whole little kid thing. We got it under control. Uh, Kevin doesn't have a drinking problem. Word of the Lord, thanks be to God and with your spirit. <laughs> they did change it. I like this one. I'm gonna be picking on her. So my girlfriend, however, she does think I have a drinking problem. I need to take that from her though. She does not even exist. i <laughs> not too good with the ladies, folks. I don't want to date myself here. Thanks. This is not a dialogue,
4: though. The last time I
15: had sex, we had a first lady who slept in the same bed as her husband. Oh yeah, I forgot that Cambridge was a Republican town. So everyone these days, they're dating on the Tinder. They're like, Kevin, you get on Tinder, that's how you you do it. Every girl on Tinder says the same thing. They say, hit me with your best pickup line. So I said, hey girl, hey, you my parents? Because you're gonna be disappointed. (laughs) Didn't work. I don't know what the deal is. I guess you're not supposed to bring up your parents when you're trying to be sexy. (laughs) So I said, hey girl, you a leaky pipe? Cause you should be in my basement wrapped in duct tape. <laughs> I'm having a rough week, folks. First of all, I got kicked off of Tinder. Second of all, I got this nephew. He's like five years old and he caught me masturbating. I know, and it was totally my fault. I could have easily chosen a different playground. It's just a joke. I don't even have a nephew. My sister is like the queen of miscarriages. That's just a joke. My sister has an IUD. I know this because like a lot of you, I'm sure she always brings it up at inappropriate times. She'll be like, I have empowered myself as a woman by reclaiming control of my reproductive organs. And then the waiter at the restaurant is like, yes, ma'am, will that be a super So as I mentioned earlier, I was raised in a Catholic family and I am distraught to see the scandal that is running rampant in the church. Uh, Some people even saying that they want the Pope to resign They want him to resign for the same reason the last pope had to resign. For being the cool friend who got the rest of his friends laid. (laughs) It's fast times at Vatican High School. I'll leave you on this. I recently did a gig. And it was me and about an audience this size. The only difference was this gig was 135 black people. Now, I think it's very important to surround yourself with people from other cultures. Uh, Unless, So, I had some ignorant friends though. They said, Kevin, are you really gonna do that gig? Aren't you afraid one of them's gonna have a gun? And I said, that's racist. Also, I'm an awkward, lanky white guy and I did like five minutes on not getting laid. I think they're gonna be worried I had a gun. (laughs)
16: Give it
0: back to Rick! I mean all the Kevin. This is someone
4: else.
3: I'm very good at this. That's a mad head oh and we we
0: just started Travis Van Ryn is this next guy Travis Van Ryn 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 no sound here we go coming out of L.A.
17: Uh, let's see. I forgot
18: his name because that moment brought to you by marijuana. Marijuana helping you forget your keys <laughs> since 1972. All right. Our next comment coming to the stage. Well, hilarious, hilarious comment. We met earlier in the show, but I know he's doing big things. Put your hands together for the very funny Travis Van Ryde. <laughs> oh wait. Oh, do my whole
4: Don't
14: call this. A- All right.
4: All right.
14: I'm def- I just immediately deflated everything. Sup?
4: What's up? Sup? What's up? What's up,
14: Springbok? We chillin'? We chilling. Alright, jokes.
4: <laughs>
14: Guess I'll do jokes, right? I mean, is that what I'm supposed to do, right? Yeah. Gonna, yeah, okay. Good thing I'm filming this. Filming my, my uh, eight-minute special tonight. <laughs> I've got a dis- distribution deal with my family. <laughs> you know, don't give it to my cousins. You know, all right. Joke number one. Joke number one. Um, protesters in the UK are being arrested for throwing milkshakes at politicians. Have you heard about this? No. They are throwing milkshakes at politicians and here comes, you know, the police and they're arresting them. So it appears that milkshakes bring all the boys from Scotland Yard, damn right, now you're charged with assault and battery. I just really wanted to spit on the microphone. <laughs>
4: <laughs> it's the only reason
14: I wrote that joke. I'm just like, whoever has to go up after me.
4: Uh, you know? I'm getting intimate with me.
14: <laughs> Alright. Uh, I walked in on my therapist while she was breastfeeding. Yeah. And I was like, that's a Freudian nip slip. What? Oh. <laughs> what? No Sigmund Freud fans here? No one wants to fuck their mother? What the fuck? No. <laughs> Edit that out. <laughs> time Magazine named Kanye West, one of the most influential people of the year. Did you hear about this? I said, all right. And I read the article, and I discovered that Kanye's name is actually derived from an old Irish phrase. Kanye West, any more of our fucking time. Kanye. Kanye West, any more of our fucking time! He can. He will. He's Kanye. You know, And I'm sure that's his campaign slogan in
4: 2024.
14: Right? It's inevitable. Actually, I'm sorry. That's his campaign slogan in 2024. Kanye West, 2024. It's inevitable. Right? I don't know. Kanye uh, apparently compared himself to the Pope at one point. Sounds like a very Kanye thing to do. But honestly really i mean the catholic church reminds me more of metallica people still listen to them i'm sorry i'm sorry that's insulting to metallica fans uh, yeah. insulting to metallica fans all right all right catholic church reminds me more of insane clown posse neither know how magnets work <laughs> I don't know, I had another tag for that, but I don't remember it at this point. Uh, let's see, we're gonna move on. Um, I recently, after a five-year hiatus, I started smoking weed again! Woo!
4: Yeah!
14: So now, all my panic attacks are completely recreational. (laughs) I do have to say, though, that this store-bought science weed that we have, the store-bought science weed that we have now, way too fucking strong. Way too fucking strong. I got 40 minutes into the Lego movie before I realized, oh, shit, this is in Spanish. (laughs) When I went for the remote to change the language, that's when I realized, well, I'm just on the Lego island.
0: All right. This is his cannabis bar set. This other guy. The horny stoner. Oh, that's a, that's an ad. He has an ad on his thing. Wow something called weed tube well this end will add in two, one okay good now I get to watch my
19: uh, oh let's keep it going for the bus stop Mike here at bar 33 <laughs> oh, come on wake up all right uh just just as a public service announcement just to get things going I uh I do a lot of drugs I've done a lot of drugs, all the best times, most outrageous times I've had on drugs, but that doesn't mean you have to do them. The best times I've had, though, on drugs. You know, I treat drugs like underwear, right, you know? really don't have to have them but it's good to have a fresh set in case of an accident no I uh, I grew up in a time when uh, cannabis was the, the propaganda surrounding cannabis marijuana was scared crazy right they said if you touched it you became addicted and if you smoked it you went crazy and played piano while your girlfriend murdered people it was an insane time You know, we didn't have the D.A.R.E. program when I was growing up. We just had a cop with a piece of cardboard, and onto it were stapled all these drugs and little baggies, right, with these index card explanations. Me being the industrious kid that I was, I went up and memorized each one. I was going to use it as a checklist for my teenage years. I didn't have Pokemon back then, but I was going to catch them all. (laughs) (laughs) I, uh, I... I like edibles. Anybody else? You know those candy confections that get you totally fucked up. Yeah. You know, I I, sometimes I guess I like them too much. You know, my doctor says I need to cut back on the sugar. She says sugar, more addictive than cocaine. I gotta believe her on this one because I mean, have you experienced Oreos? It's a cookie goo. More cookie. Oh, they're awesome. Although, I, I gotta say, cocaine is totally easier to snort.
4: <laughs>
19: I, uh, I did shrooms the other day and took a bike ride. You know, and, and people say, oh, you know, it must must've been fun, must've been totally crazy, like in a cartoon. I go, no, it was more like GTA, right? You know, everything seemed animated, but it felt so real. Maybe because it was real. (laughs) It just didn't feel that way. I think I'm getting lost in that explanation. But I got hungry, so I went in. I got some noodles, right? Some chicken and some noodles. And I sat down. I had to send the noodles back. They were moving way too much. All right? And they started having this conspiracy talk about taking over the kitchen with the broccoli and the carrots. Yeah. Sent it back got I'm the rice. You,
0: it was very funny,
19: but that's what shrooms will do to you. Make your
0: food come alive. And this is
19: the. It was all fun. All to fun. Me, which is I uh. Funny. I've been diagnosed with three different types of cancer. He's laughing.
0: Nobody's laughing. And I have
19: used cannabis
17: to, to is treat the them wrong all. place. I mean, I love weed. Boston. All right, Boston. That's right. Boston's in the house. Everybody, what's up? See everybody out here. I am from Boston, Massachusetts, that's right. First question I always get every time I say that. Where's your accent, dude? Where's the accent, kid? You know how hard it is to have a Boston accent in 2019? I cannot give anybody a compliment in today's America. I can't. Like This one time I met this kid, right? Tremendous painter, great musician. I'm just trying to compliment. I'm like, holy fucking shit, you are super artistic dude. <laughs> Lady, I can't believe how autistic your kid is. They I mean, look at me like I'm an asshole, right? Yeah, yeah. And then they call me a racist. That's another one. How the fuck can you call somebody from Boston a racist? We have no idea how to use our hot eyes. I love Key West, man. You guys are awesome. I come here once a year. It's great. Yeah. Oh, I love vacationing here, man. You guys are awesome. I had to pre-game my liver for like a month before I got here though. I did, man. I got that thing so it's so bloated like when I flew on the plane, plane start shaking a little bit, get a little scared. I'm like, no, nah, I'm good, man. I can use this shit as a flotation device. Seriously, at this point, man, my, my is so big and black, the Kardashians might try to fuck it. of a problem. Should probably get that checked out, huh? Go see a doctor. Can I level with you guys? Just be honest with you guys. I'm a fucking yeah. fat piece of shit. Yeah. Uh, 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 you need proof? My weight is 330, which is also my cholesterol
4: level.
17: You know how embarrassing it is to go to your drug dealer on a Saturday night and be the only guy looking to score blood pressure meds? I'm partying, man. All I'm saying, it is really fucking hard to freebase Libertor. <laughs> Stupid. Oh, man. I went to my doctor, man. I'm like, all right, doc, give me give me a straight analysis here, man. What, what are we looking at? Like, how's my health? Like, how is it? He says to me, he's like, well, like, I'd say you're on track to die faster than a Jason Aldean fan at a concert in Vegas. (laughs) (laughs) Alright, a little bit better. Walmart, Greeter, and El Paso is all the better for you guys. Oh, don't pull away from that I'm so full of shit, I should be running for office. You see how the media's like, like glorifying all this stuff too. Like they love to put it out there. They really do. They love to put it out there. They love to just like talk about it. All, and all. every news channel you put it on, it's great. I can't stand it, man. I'm sick of the media. I really am. I'm sick and tired of the damn media. Mostly, you know what I'm sick of? Is all these kids with their stupid challenges that they're doing. All these viral video challenges, these world star challenges. It's ridiculous, man. I think these challenges, are like it, it's a population control problem. It really is. You know? But they're like, oh, yeah, Thai pot challenge. are eating laundry detergent like they're fucking fruit snacks. Whatever, dude. That's great. You know? I think these challenges are not strong enough. Not I really do. I think we need stronger challenges. Just let's start with the sterilization challenge.
4: <laughs> no,
17: no, wait, 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 wait. No, I got one. I got one. This one's back. Here you go. Here's your next world star challenge. The Anthony Bourdain challenge. Oh, oh Come on. Poor taste. <laughs> Oh, man. Jesus Christ. I tell you, man, that, you know, I'm not going to make fun of Anthony Bourdain. He was a tremendous uh, television personality. He was a great chef. Come to think of it, he was pretty fucking autistic himself,
0: huh? <laughs> I love him. I think he's
20: great. Oh, man.
11: I don't know.
0: Alright, this is toning Up right now for Tori.
16: Whoa!
21: Hey everybody, we'll start off with a little bit about me. I'm a pansexual, thank you, I'm pansexual. That just translates to, uh, do you think I'm pretty? <laughs> Was in the car with my friend the other day, and she asked me if I was a feminist, and I was like, "Of course." And then I was like, "I don't know what that means, actually." And she's like, "Well, it's simple. Do you support other women?" And I said, "I don't know. Are they better looking than I am?" Uh, then yes, but it's harder. It just—I feel like the more weight I gain, the harder it is to be a feminist. It just keeps—I keep getting bigger. I keep getting bitter. Bigger, bitter. I feel like I'm one Big Mac away from becoming a Republican. I feel, like getting bigger. I'm getting bitter. I'm getting older. That's contributing to the bitterness. I feel like like my boobs are starting to sag. Like I feel like my nipples and my belly button are like star-crossed lovers. <laughs> I'm always having to keep them away from each other. I'm like, what are you doing? Your families don't get along. You'll start a war. What? Don't want to hear about my Montagues and my Capulet.
4: <laughs> <laughs> She's hilarious.
0: Tori, you're great. This is Aaron Atkins. Uh, give it up for our next comedian, Aaron
22: Atkins. How's everybody doing tonight? Yeah. <laughs> Are you ready for another white guy in a button, I'm sure? <laughs> I'm different, i got a jacket on. Yeah, my name's Aaron. Uh, thank you. Uh, fun fact about me, I, uh, my, both my parents are vegan. I was raised vegan. That's so why I look like how NPR sounds. I'm pretty I've heard, I've heard lie You getting out like weird though, you should see my parents. Like just imagine Stevie Nicks at Burning Man. It's my dad. My mom, on the other hand, eats so little protein that every time she buys a pair of Tom's shoes, they donate the other pair back to her.
4: (laughs) Oh, she loves that show. She's heard it like
22: twice a week. We're gonna, uh, yeah, it's not also about what you like, you know, what you wear, it's also about what you think, right? I got, you know, I'm from San Francisco too. So when I was a kid, my favorite band was uh, podcasts. And anybody else have a This American Life t-shirt they wore every right Thursday and Friday? <laughs> Same. I'd be sitting down. One of the other things that's interesting um, about me is that I'm also bisexual. Uh, and if you think that has anything to do with me being vegan, You're flat out right. (laughs) 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 Right. Topo has so much estrogen in it. Who knew? (laughs) (laughs) My parents—they wanted (laughs) a (laughs) daughter. So Instead of a daughter, they got a TJ Maxx mannequin come to life. <laughs> Here I am on this stage. Yeah. You know, I, whenever I say it, like I'm bisexual and say, people always come up to me after the show and they're like, oh, how do you know, though? Are you sure, man? Are you sure? How do you know? How do you know? Are you sure? How do you know? It's like, you're wearing basketball shorts and a t-shirt that just says "GAB." Like, how well do you know yourself? Like, why, do I, why do I have to explain myself to some guy in a Gap t-shirt? I'll tell you what, it's because I'm not gay enough for, like, the average person. I'm not outwardly gay. And, like, I get it. I didn't watch RuPaul's Drag Race growing up. I watched, uh... Anderson Cooper 360. <laughs> we love a man that's technically gay. Come on.
4: Brother. If Anderson
22: Cooper had a flow in the Pride Parade, it would just be like a gray Honda city. <laughs> okay. But we love him. He's the Pete Buddha judge of nightly news. Yeah, I said it in suburban Illinois. I said it. You know, being like bisexual being growing up, my first day of high school, obviously not fun. But they're all the fact that I also played badminton for four years and I'm basically an assistant principal. Yeah. I'm just walking around bottom of the social ladder. The kids that bullied me were in an anime club. That's a true fact. One of my one of my bullies posted a video of himself on Facebook doing katana choreography to Evanescence. <laughs> He called me a fag. Not even because he knew I liked it. He was just like, yo, this guy eats vegetables. It's his problem. Hey, you don't do that. He's Italian in this joke. <laughs> you know, that's all I really wanted. That's all I really wanted to test out. You give me the light, I'm, I'm gonna get off stage. Thank you very much, I'm very happy.
0: It's very funny, yay, yay, and then yay, and then yay. So there is that. Let us find Another thing, I'm, um, uh, okay, here we go. And uh, Lisa Ridelli. sweet, she's out of, she is out of the Bay Area, but I don't know her at all, interesting, Napa, all right, that makes sense, I don't ever go to Napa. Okie dokie, paste and go. Here we go with Lisa Rodelli.
16: How's everyone doing? So I'm Lisa Roderelli. I'm very gay and single. Boy, give it up! Came out right on time in my mid 20s. Pretty cool. I know lesbians are supposed to be edgy. Uh, I'm actually pretty tame. I got this one forearm tattoo, and I'm like, I'm in the edgy club. (laughs)
4: Feel
16: pretty cool. On any given L train, I daydream about three gorgeous women around me till their boyfriend grabs their hand, and I'm like, ah, rip my heart out of my chest.
4: It's
16: painful. It hurts. Um, no, but I think I'm like a subversion of the girl next door because I'm um, real sweet and down to earth, a little cheesy and dorky, and I'm a banger sister. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
4: you no, know, maybe
16: not bang, but like I'm she's working with. You know? <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I look totally innocent, uh, which is great. I can have the kinkiest all day BDSM play sessions, and you don't think that I'm just drinking pumpkin spice lattes. (laughs) No one would know! I could live in a dungeon! (laughs) (laughs) No one suspected. Yeah, I guess I look a little Protestant. Uh, I'm actually like part witch. I like my crystals like I assume most women like babies. (laughs) Once I have one, I just crave (laughs) more. I my crystals. Uh, I'm also super Italian. My last name is Rizarelli. My uh, Roman Catholic parents love that I'm gay. They're the pride pray with me, and no, they don't. (laughs) (laughs) You might say say the word girlfriend, they look at me like an exorcist. Girl, my hips spinning around. <laughs> um, do you guys ever feel like you're becoming one of your parents?
4: Yeah.
16: <laughs> A little bit.
4: Oh, it's
16: terrifying. Certain things indicate that I'm becoming my mom, and I'm terrified. But I'll get to watch all the TV shows and they'll all the celeb gossip.
4: <laughs>
16: my mom uh, is adorable. She says everyone deep down it's nice. I have to correct her. Like no, mom. Racist cousin Kathy is not nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Racist cancels out any positive attribute. Okay? It's not very nice. Uh, so I've accepted that I'm, like, pretty awkward stiff robot human. It's cool. <laughs> My voice is different. <laughs> like, when I try and speak sexually, it sounds like I'm Ron Burgundy. <laughs> said to a girl last weekend at the bar. I was like, what are the chances that two lesbians would meet at a lesbian bar? <laughs> 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 nice. Yeah, she was like, very high. <laughs> 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 no, I think it's good to be very upright and like stiff as a board. Because would you rather smash spaghetti or an attractive robot lady? Given <laughs> <laughs> the two choices.
7: <laughs> Thank you. So give it up for the new year, right? We're in it.
16: Give it up. So, I
7: love it. I, it. Um,
16: I was job searching, trying to find the perfect job, and I saw a job post for unlimited D's. I don't think they'd have anything to offer a full-fledged lesbian. <laughs> <laughs> Gonna be a hard pass. (laughs) Uh, It sucks because all of my training is in acting and improv and clowning. Yeah, but when I go on an interview and I tell them I can juggle tasks, like they have no idea. (laughs) I enjoyed dancing. I was uh, a tap dance in a musical once, fun fact. And I was like, wow, I could do this for a career. Then YouTube happened, (laughs) and I was like, everyone else is really good. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much. I'm
4: Lisa She's Very, very
0: Very, very funny. I liked her very much. Okay, moving along. Uh, That's Rob Edwards, who says that he lives far away, but he doesn't. Hunter Sandlin, all right, copy link, paste and go, all righty, Hunter Sandlin.
23: Sorry about my clothes, I lost my hands. Pizza Hut jacket. <laughs> Left it in the cab, my dad's 18-week <laughs> He's missing too. <it. laughs> this is what it sounds like when an overweight dad videos his daughter's volleyball match.
4: Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> oh, overs <goodness>, the <laughs>
23: Here's a guy who's overweight and self-conscious and regrets choosing a karaoke song with a guitar solo in it. left. She sat me down on the couch and said, hand me that fun dip. She said, I'm leaving you for somebody who doesn't come to bed with bugles on his fingers. You guys do that? Reach over and wake her up with Ranch. <laughs> <laughs> so I like to pretend like I'm a giant that just stumbled upon the little clan meeting. <laughs> I <pick that> <laughs> <laughs> so I am divorced, and dating is a little tricky right now. I can't just bring people back to my place because of all the blood. <laughs> Keep eating your favorite wigs. I have to use dating apps to meet people because I'm not very good at starting a conversation with someone at the bar when I do it sounds like (laughs) Are we just talking about the (laughs) bacon My glasses are foggy because I was eating my brownie cheese in the car. I don't really work at Captain D's. My neighbor gave me all his old uniforms. Just wear them a lot. I am really thankful for farmers only. Yeah. Because I get tired of driving three counties over every time I want to fuck a farmer. I feel like they could have called it something else, like two snaps, because that's the sound overalls make coming off when you fuck a farmer. C-cap mask. <laughs>
4: just
23: turn around and look at my flesh twin knee braces. I <laughs> just for fucking. Most women will stop complaining about my clothes smelling weird after they beat my Falcons. lady tells me she's poly, fuck yeah, we're going to Hawaii, <laughs> so I can watch her fuck some Hawaii dudes. I look pretty good when I wear bronzer, <laughs> but I haven't figured out how to wash it out of my swimming trunks yet. <laughs> Sometimes I just wear the inside of swimming trunks. <laughs> <laughs> I call that trip basket <laughs> <laughs> I met my friend with benefits at the Captain D's pool party. She's pretty top shelf. She looks, uh, she looks like Nick Nolte's mugshot. <laughs> She looks like God-swiped left. (laughs) She's always saying things like, get in here and fuck you, kool man. (laughs) She ever hears this joke, we're just gonna be with benefits. (laughs) (laughs) My mom quit making her toothpaste from scratch after my sister went deaf. I'm working on a a screenplay, it's called Service Dog Key Party, Everybody Drowns, I'm working on another screenplay called Conjoined Twins Playing Battleship, Everybody Drowns, I'm also working on a children's book, it's called Everybody Drowns. I lost everything I had in a fire, McDonald's cups, Burger King cups, everything.
4: <laughs>
23: I don't want oh to stand God. up here and it's sound me. like I'm bragging, but my son has a really good
0: This is
2: Mikel Norton. comic of the night. <laughs>
23: You're gonna love them too. Please make it very loud for Mr. Mike Nordstrom.
24: Hello, the fucking castle. How are we doing tonight? Holy shit, it's packed in here. Thank you guys for fucking driving out. I'm so sorry you have to drive home, though. That sucks. Driving home is terrible. You ever driving home late at night and there's a car in your rear view mirror and you're thinking, it might be following me? But then you have the rules reversed? When you're dropping behind someone late at night? And you're thinking that they're thinking that you might be following them. Well, you got nowhere else to be, right? So fuck it. Maybe take some extra turns you wouldn't usually take. I don't know, follow them home, steal their cat, add it to your collection. Whatever you have fucking time for, my right? Oh, I fucking love animals. Like <laughs> Fucking people do, like out of Santa Rosa. I was driving across the highway, and right off the highway, there's a big building outside the big building. A big sign the sign says, Affordable Pet Surgery. The sign says, Affordable Pet Surgery. What fucking corners are they cutting that the other places aren't? You know, who's this surgeon? Some grease ball with a pair of desk scissors, all jacked up on dog dogfighting, working at his mom's duplex basement, ending of all the others, just playing on repeat. Again and again, you guys. Again and again. But that's definitely the place where you get the best drugs, right? Fucking sketchy veterinarians. Guys, give it up for drugs, right? like heroin yeah hey you just want to be a sleepy dude hanging out in a dark flooded room with other sleepy dudes hey heroin could be for you whippets are cool everybody give it up for whippets fuck you muted muted responses for whippets everybody I'm disappointed I thought this was scary street No, I mean, nothing is better than a nice hot whippet after a long day of stealing from the Salvation Army, and uh, That's the best. Just hanging out with your boys outside of a less shoes and shit's dope. Shit's dumb. And cocaine, guys. Give it up for cocaine. All these fucking sorority girls, don't give me that shit. Okay? I know this is all Sigma Pi reunion shit and you're doing lines in that greasy fucking bathroom. It's okay. And thank God for cocaine. Because without cocaine, the show Shark Tank would not exist. Shark Tank is 100% fueled by uncut Peruvian. And you know how the show Shark Tank started? started, there was a TV producer and it was as high as fuck on an airplane. Okay? Just doing fucking lines on the fucking middle seat. And he's flipping through a skymall and he's like, this, this could be a show. And they made Sky Mall the show. And thank God they did, because you have so many great products to thank them for. Dog lingerie. Thank you, cocaine. Vertical hammocks. Thank you, cocaine. A vest that men can wear that has female titties on it so you can fondle yourself. Thank you, cocaine. It's called a viddy, or a breast. It's coming out of May, people. And like that show, it's suck if they were doing any other drugs. If we're smoking weed, fucking forget about it. Just be so many people keeping their ideas to themselves out of paranoia. <laughs> if one idea got through to be like more Rick and Merdy rick and morty merchandise, like we don't fucking need that shit. <laughs> Math could just be rest stop bathroom expansions and dentures. Math, you know, stuff. You know, Matt, they're just sucking dick in the bathroom. I don't know. No big meth crowd on Gary Streets, I guess. <laughs> shrooms, shrooms would be tough, the whole concept of the show would go right out the window, you know, because money's just a concept we made up and blindly follow. <laughs> it just wouldn't no one would be producing any products, there'd be no promoting, and just thirty minutes of wind blowing through dry grass.
25: I'm here to tell some jokes, if that's cool with you. It's that uh, that new sound you've all been looking for. Really excited to be here. Um, Hey, I believe that you've never truly been somewhere until you've peed there. (laughs) And I've been here. Thank you for welcoming me to this beautiful city. Um, I'm from Oregon, Oregon's cool. We're in Washington now, both states. Weed is legal. Anyone anyone a fan of of, uh, you know, that glaucoma grass up here? You guys like you? Like, yeah. Nice. I, uh, I don't smoke weed myself, it's cool if you do. I, I don't think I could buy it if I tried. I think I look like too much of a nerd. Like I think I'd walk in and I'd be like, one jazz cigarette, please. And they'd be like, no, you're a nerd. <laughs> Get out of here. I told this joke to my buddy, Sebi, who works at a dispensary, and he's like, yeah, man, you look like a cop. I wouldn't sell it to you. Like savvy, we went to high school together. You know me, <laughs> but like, this isn't The Wire. I didn't pay your friend around the corner. Like, you have you have a sign on your door. You guys can sell me weed if you want to. Like, yeah, no, you look like a cop. That's all right though. I do look like a nerd. Um, my name is Grant, like you guys mentioned. I I think I look like a Grant, right? Like it would be weird if a Grant looked like he was good at anything. Um. Oh, no, I, I look like a Grant. Um, I, I'm doing that online dating thing, which is weird because not only is my name Grant, but I feel like I have to explain myself, like, yes, I do have a dad bod, but I hope you're into that. I hope that's your thing, because it's kind of what I got. There was a minute, though, a couple weeks ago where I got to not be Grant for a minute. It was amazing. I, I introduced myself to my friend's brother, I said, hi, I'm Grant, and he said, Grit? And I said, yes, my name is Grit. You can call me Grit. Everyone calls me Grit. Why wouldn't they call me Grit? Because my name is Grit. <laughs> and I saw like Grit born in front of me. This man just emerged from the... No, Grits aren't born. Grits are forged. Grit. that guy's like a G.I. Joe with a name like Grit. That's so cool. And just as soon as I like saw Grit just like burst into being, my friend goes, his name's Grant. <laughs> Aubrey, can you be cool for, like, a second? <laughs> and I looked back, and just as soon as Grant was burst in front of me, he was, like, lying there on the floor, all Cedric Diggory-like. <laughs> <laughs> you know, murdered. Aubrey. It's fine, though. I just, I was Grants Like, Grants, Grants not a G.I. Joe name. Grants, like, someone, uh... Someone who works at the Y and tells you it's cool to tell on your friends. Like, they don't respect you. They'll respect you more if you betray their trust. I don't know. I didn't have the GI Joes. you guys, guys watch the GI Joes? I love the GI Joes growing up. I love the PSAs. So if you guys haven't seen the PSAs, it was in like the late 80s, early 90s. There was a bunch of kids like hanging out in the park smoking cigarettes, you know, relaxing like kids do. <laughs> And then these full grown men, who were like fully armed with guns, would walk up like, Hey kids, don't smoke cigarettes! From strangers! <laughs> it was the 80s, so like, jury was out on cigarettes. We weren't super sure yet, uh, but all those Zodiac murders happened, so we were pretty sure about strangers. <laughs> we had that one figured out. <laughs> like, just don't smoke from strangers. strangers. And then they'd like disappear off into the park to harass some other kids and commit more crimes. It was great. It was amazing. <laughs> and then I actually had my own G.I. Joe moment. I was at home and I had the windows open and I heard these kids outside making a ruckus. And I was like, oh my word, somebody's out there having a terrible, horrible, very, very bad, no good day. And I can help. I can intervene here. So I went outside. Because so I'm like, Daniel, I know your mom. and She would not appreciate this. I was like, hey, you guys making fun of this kid? And they go, uh, why do you have a gun? No, I didn't have a gun. This is the G.I. Joe's. Um, they're like, Noah, uh, we're doing a rap battle. In my front yard, a bunch of eight-year-olds were doing a rap battle. It was amazing. It was like Christmas. And I said, Daniel, was that so? He said, yeah. And I said, well, it's a new year. Same me, same Chris, same team, flushing haters like I'm sailing, sailing, cruising like wailing, wailing, bruising like I'm flailing. I'm blowing rats like I'm candy and I'm blowing glasses. Only one to judge me is Justin Jesus. I'm a little rusty, for the key this turn tricks, toss and ball like ski, 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 bitch. <laughs> the more you know.
0: Here's another one. Elliot Marinus. Elliot Marinus. Okay. From Somerville, Massachusetts. Uh, sweet copy, paste. Only a couple more of these folks, and then I'll let you off the hook for the day. Elliot Marinus. There it is,
10: everybody.
26: So, POTUS stands for President in the United States. Do people know that? Generally, yeah. I didn't know that for a really long time. I was getting confused all the time. I would read these news headlines that said stuff like, POTUS plans diplomatic visit to North Korea. And I was like, who really gives a shit this guy with this hillbilly sounding name goes to North Korea? How much diplomatic influence can he possibly have? First off, he's less famous than Dennis Rodden. And I got even more confused when I found out he was married to somebody named Flotus. Why did he have to marry somebody who also spells their name in all caps? And then there's a SCOTUS guy. It's just crazy. (laughs) Thanks Lloyd. (laughs) So I'm really into gambling. I don't know if anybody else is. And I've tried pretty much every game. Poker, blackjack, greyhound dog racing. And I've lost at all of them. And it's really affected my net worth. I've lost probably hundred thousand dollars in ten years and it's sad and you end up in some really bad situations that you wouldn't want to be in. The worst one was when I ended up in a gambling den in Chinatown and I was down five thousand dollars before I realized I didn't understand the rules to mahjong And surprisingly enough, none of my opponents wanted to explain them to me. These are not the kind of dominoes I'm used to. So I'm really into dog documentaries on Netflix. There's this particular one called 41 Dogs in a Home. And it's about a woman who lives in a home with 41 dogs in the UK. And you say 41 dogs, that's a very specific number. That's the legal limit for the amount of dogs you can have in a home in the UK. (laughs) Believe me, she would have more. And her only source of income is her stud bulldog, George. She gets paid $5,000 for him to impregnate female French bulldogs. So this guy has a lot of pressure on his shoulders. (laughs) And they actually have a scene where someone brings in a bulldog to be impregnated by George. And it has great British narration. It goes something like this. Oh, look here now. It's lucky bitch Susan. (laughs) She looks all prepared to have a go with George the stud. (laughs) All right, that's my time. Thank you. you. Elliot.
0: All right. Sweet. Okay, I... Don't think I can watch any more videos for today. I think I'm tired of watching videos. So thank you for being here. Mutiny radio and, um, some call me Timites. I was hoping that we would have a special guest today, but no dice. Uh, please join me every Friday at eight o'clock for pantastics comedy clubhouse here on mutiny radio. Do you want to come inside my clubhouse? It's going to be a lot of fun this week. It's fun every week. I'm, uh, Also on the Fuster Cluck show at 10 o'clock at Piano Fight that same night. So it should be fun. Please apply to the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival. That would be great if you were willing to do that. And uh, hey, see 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 you around the block here at Mutiny Radio.
13: Listen on the go San Francisco Mutiny Radio San Francisco Mutiny Radio Mutiny
4: Radio.FM
13: Why not make a donation?
4: Mutiny
13: Radio.FM Streaming live the station Mutiny
4: Radio.FM
13: District of the Mission Mutiny Radio.FM Mutiny radio. FM. Listen to live streaming radio, or download a podcast, and you can listen on the go. San Francisco Mutiny Radio, San Francisco Mutiny Radio. Look, why not go to mutinyradio.fm, hit the donate button, stream them live, download a podcast, have some fun! San Francisco! Mutiny, radio, San Francisco! Mutiny,
5: radio, San Francisco! Mutiny, radio, San Francisco! Mutiny, radio, San Francisco! Francisco.
12: I was just leaving the theater. 1969 gold Cadillac with the white material, and clear. I drove it up here.
5: And I started to do some thinking.
4: Around, on the freeway and I'm having I a really, really good time. Flat black like, plastic. Smoking big splits and cruising. Saturday, noon I, like, I, I am a total frowning and, Starry, Thanks, and, Thanks, and is absolutely
12: right. I am Teddy, and, bad, and bad. 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 And I will cut Blake. Henry, yeah. Charlie here. Yeah. I have a report here, Henry, from your um from your chief nurse, Major Ohulahan. She makes some accusations, Henry. I, I find pretty hard to believe.
0: Apply now for the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival 2020 coming up March 1st through 7th, 2020. But you can apply now through November 30th. Fifty shows in seven days, over 50 comics from all around the U.S., and you could be one of them. Go to the Mutiny Radio website, www.mutinyradio.fm Click the apply button Pay that 20 bucks, donate to Mutiny Radio, and apply with your five-minute video to the Mutiny Radio 5th Annual Comedy Festival, coming up March 1st through 7th 2020. Submissions close November 30th. Get those submissions in now!
20: that's
18: what I'm saying. It's the Joke Workshop, Mondays, 6 to 8 p.m. at the Mutant Radius. Yahoo! Four
2: nine nine.
27: Hungry for a burger? Mutiny Radio thinks you'll find the best burger in San Francisco at Counter Offer, located inside Bender's Bar and Grill. Serve 2 p.m. to 10 p.m. daily and until 11 p.m. on Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. Counter Offer is located inside Bender's Bar and Grill at 806 South Van S. Be sure to tell them Mutiny sent you. Counter Offer, baby.
18: Are you tired of swimming through a sea of podcasts? Are you on a raft without a pattern? Well gather around me sea dogs and get aboard me pirate ship I ain't scurvy shit face McRat.
0: <laughs> Subliminal SF Visual and Auditory Mind Control brings you the best, coolest t-shirt and hoodie designs and mind-bending local bands and shows at venues all over San Francisco and the Bay Area. Subliminal SF san francisco comedy scene maybe you want time to do jokes well this is the place to do it mutiny radio we have three open mic a week just for you monday's joke workshop from six to eight come and get four minutes and four minutes of commentary from your comedian peers come on fridays for happy hour six to eight here at mutiny radio all the comics Wonderful, hilarious people in the scene. Get to know them, hang out, do a set, have it recorded here and on a podcast at mutinyradio.fm, and come in on Saturdays from 4 to 6. Get long sets because no one ever shows up, so it's like stage time and people can listen. Come on by to Mutiny Radio. Get your comedy on, baby.
11: tell me what you think about your situation. Complication? Aggravation? Is it getting to you? Then tune in live every Sunday from 12 to 2 p.m. to the Edge of Insanity with myself, Paul Brumbaugh. Kit Marie. Brandon Ray. And Mistress Christine. All on Mutiny Radio. That's right, pcrcollective.org. We'll see you there.
4: Thanks. you back
23: Can you hear me?
12: See what you can find (laughs) We'll be right back. <laughs> back.
7: It's just now and then My line gets cast into these time passages you play?
11: fight for motorcyclists. We're not just motorcycle lawyers, we're part of the riding community. Law Tigers watches over riders. If you're injured in a motorcycle accident, we'll help you get your motorcycle repaired or replaced and assist you with your damaged gear, too. We're by your side every step of the way. With the Law Tigers, you never ride alone. If you're injured in a motorcycle accident, call 1-800-LAW-TIGERS or visit us on the web at LawTigers.com. The Law Tigers,
20: California's motorcycle lawyer. Richard Harris, here's Harris Law Firm, Circle, Suite 300, Sacramento, California, 95834.
13: a podcast and you can listen on the go. San Francisco Mutiny Radio. San Francisco Mutiny Radio. MutinyRadio.fm. Radio Why not make a donation?
4: MutinyRadio.fm.
13: Streaming live the station. Mutiny
4: radio.fm mm-hmm. f-
13: District of the Mission. Mm-hmm. MutinyRadio.fm. Mm-hmm. F- mm-hmm. Mutinyradio.fm mm-hmm. Listen to live streaming radio. Or download a podcast and you can listen on the go. Sam. mutinyradio.fm hit the donate button stream them live download a podcast have some San fun
4: francisco mutiny radio San-
22: I'm leaving the theater. I Cadillac, convertible 1969 gold Cadillac with the
4: white interior. I drove it up here. And
5: I started to do
17: some thinking. In and I'm, and I'm having I a really, really good time. Flat, black, black. Saturday night, too. I am I a total fraud. from Lori Stranger's voice is absolutely right. I am a
4: Teddy
12: Bell. And I will tuck oh, Henry yeah. Charlie here yeah. I have a report here Henry from your, uh, from your Chief Nurse Major O'Houlihan She makes some accusations Henry I, I find pretty hard to believe
0: apply now for the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival 2020 coming up March 1st through 7th 2020 but you can apply now through November 30th 50 shows in 7 days over 50 comics from all around the US and you could be one of them go to the Mutiny Radio website www.mutinyradio.fm click the apply button pay that 20 bucks donate to Mutiny Radio and apply with your 5 minute video to the Mutiny Radio 5th and annual comedy festival coming up March 1st through 7th, 2020. Submissions close November 30th. Get those submissions in now.
18: Billy Bob, you ever want to be funny? Well, my dogs think I'm funny, Daryl. Well, I mean, you ever want to be...
2: Nine and nine.
27: hungry for a burger mutiny radio thinks you'll find the best burger in san francisco at counter offer located inside benders bar and grill counter offers menu aims to please your drunk face tater tots are